Welcome to Becoming the Vision with GB the Trainer, a podcast to encourage and inspire you to challenge your current mindset to get more out of life. Together, we will make the connection between mind, body, and soul. And now, here's your host, GB the Trainer. Yo, guys, what's going on? Um, Your boy messed up. So um, we're going to have two different versions of the podcast this week, one on YouTube video and then the other one just straight recording. Um, Somehow, between all the buttons I was supposed to hit, um, forgot to hit the record button. (laughs) So we didn't have any audio, but we had a hell of a video. Um, But man, I just want to say I appreciate you guys for taking the time to join in uh, to yet uh, another Becoming the Vision where we talk about who you need to become in order to have the things that you desire, man. And so uh, what I wanted to talk about today um, was this concept of, one of my favorite quotes is, Um, The quality of your life is going to be in direct proportion to the quality of questions that you ask. And the reason that that's so profound is that I think a lot of times um, we just kind of stopped asking questions. We stopped dreaming. We stopped hoping. We stopped thinking that we're capable of doing such wonderful things, right? And, you know, this was kind of stamped out from, you know, maybe from school, maybe from teachers, maybe from parents, maybe from haters, man. It doesn't really matter. Um, it just, it got to the point where we stopped asking certain questions, right? And it's it's an example or an exercise that I do with any incoming client, right? And this, depending on the person, the question will usually vary. But an example of it is, um, but, you know, before hopping into that, it's important to understand that when I'm asking this question, I understand that the brain has two functions. The brain is designed to keep you safe and it's designed to keep you efficient. That's what it's supposed to do, right? And... In that, when we're talking about the, uh, obviously keeping you safe is keeping you away from danger, right? But keeping you efficient is like not inundating you with so much information that your brain would explode, like you'd just be overwhelmed, right? Um, So an example of this is like, if I were to ask you, which arm do you put in your coat first when you put on a coat? Or which leg do you put your... Uh, do you put in your pants first when you're getting dressed? Or if you were to clasp your hands together, is your right thumb on top, is your left thumb on top? And it's not saying that you couldn't solve this information, right? But you would go, um, and you have to think about it, right? And the reason that you'd have to think about it is because your brain has basically put these behaviors on autopilot, right? It's something that, hey, we're just going to set this on autopilot. We don't got to think about it. It's just going to be a behavioral characteristic that we do. Um, that's just less energy expenditure that we got to worry about. This is your brain. Right now, in the same way that your brain will delete, distort, and reorganize um, a million bits of uh, information, a million bits delete or destroy uh, or distort a million bits of information per second, right? Which is crazy. And um, the reason it does that, guys, is like I said, its its job is to keep you efficient, right? Now, the problem with that is that it's going to remove things that you don't believe are important, right? Like if it's something that you don't need to deal with, your brain is going to be like, all right, we're not going to show Tom that. We're not going to show Susie that. We're just going to delete it. We're not even going to make it available to them and, you know, have them think about it, right? Now in our brains, we have this thing called the reticular activating system. And what the reticular activating system does is the easiest example, guys, is that if you're sitting there and all of a sudden you're like, you know what? I want a pink Volkswagen Beetle, right? All of a sudden on the road, you're going to see what? A million pink Volkswagen Beetles. Now, it doesn't mean that, you know, these cars didn't exist and all of a sudden everybody had the same wish and now everybody's copying you. What it really, what's really happened and what's really significant is that now you just happen to notice 
the thousands of pink Volkswagen Beetles that have already been on the road, right? Now, how does this relate to the quality of questions that you need to ask in order to, you know, have a better life, right? One of the questions that I ask when people come in is that, you know, I'm like, cool. So if I said, hey, do you think you can buy a $10 million home on the coast of Malibu next year, right? Uh, usually I'll get the, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Nah, <laughs> right? And the reason I get that is, and you know, the next question I usually ask is I'm like, cool, so why did you laugh, right? What, what made you laugh? Uh, man, first, because I mean, that's a lot of money and uh, I don't even know if I would want something like that. And I'm like, oh, okay, cool. So um, if I were to snap my fingers and you live where you live now and you have that option of a $10 million home and I just snap my fingers and said, pick one, right? Uh, which one would you pick? More times than not, people will say the $10 million home. And I'm like, okay, cool. So it's not that you don't want it, right? It's that you don't believe that you're capable of getting it. Is that more of a fair statement, right? And usually that's like a yeah. And then I'm like, okay, cool. So why do you believe you couldn't have that home? And they say, along the lines more so than anything, guys, it's, well, that's a lot of money. Tell me, I don't have $10 million. And I'm like, okay, cool. Well, what kind of careers offer you that kind of money? And, you know, they'll answer and then they're like, okay, cool. So from there, do you think it would, do you think you can learn the skill set that it would take to have a career like that? If you studied all the time and you like, you really dove yourself into it. Well, yeah. Okay, cool. So why don't you do that? Right. And the example goes a little bit deeper, but you kind of get, get the gist of it. Right. What I've done is I've helped the person change the way that they react to the question. Right. So instead of saying, oh, do you think you can buy a home on the coast of Malibu for $10 million? And they scoff at it and they laugh and they, and it's like, ah, hell no, right? You switch it from going, okay, you go from a place of, no, I can never afford something like that to how do I afford something like that, right? We have changed the quality of your question. Therefore, we've directly impacted the quality of life that you could possibly lead if you were to pursue it, right? Now, the way that that happens, guys, is now if you open up yourself to the possibility of actually owning a home that's $10 million on the coast of Malibu, you have now activated your reticular activating system. Now your brain starts to look for opportunities. It starts to see opportunities that you never thought that, that you never thought possible, right? Why? Because you opened up yourself to the possibility of actually having it. You said, I want a pink Volkswagen Beetle, right? And anytime you shut yourself off from the, the possibility of having these miraculous things in life, your brain will just delete and distort it. It's what it does. It's like, okay, cool. Jacob doesn't care. I'm not going to show him how to do this, right? So when you have somebody that goes, well, I can't have that kind of body. Like, you know, I, I was like that when I was, you know, 20, 25. I couldn't possibly do that anymore. I don't have the time. Okay, cool. That's the end of the story, right? And then you go off and you have a dad body. You don't like the way you look and you're frustrated and you keep trying to do it, but you don't really deep down believe that you can actually obtain it. So you just half-ass do it right? Versus saying, man, I really want to look like a fucking Greek God again. Like, that's what I really want. How do I do that? Right? You open up yourself to the possibility of, right? And behind me, guys, in the video, you can also see that uh, I have a sign that says limitless, right? And one of the reasons I'm sharing this story about the, you know, the quality of questions that you ask is because we are all truly, truly limitless, right? We are all truly limitless. I think that um, somewhere along the line in life, People convinced you otherwise, right? Um, they made it hard. Um, because one thing I, I talk about when it comes to success, success in and of itself is simple, right? Having a, a, a savage looking body is simple. Um, having a lot of money in the bank is simple. Having an amazing relationship with your spouse is simple, 
they're, it's all, they're all simple concepts. It's not rocket science, right? But it's not easy. And this is why most people never pursue it, right? Even asking the hard questions of how do I? What do I have to do in order to have those things, right? Um, one of the biggest things that I've always done in my life, and it was more of a natural thing because I've always been a kind of guy to go against the grain, right? If somebody says, man, you know the odds of a high school football player making it to Division One college to play on TV and everything is X percent. I don't care if you told me 1%. What you're really telling me is there's a chance, right? <laughs> and, I, and I look at it in a completely different way. I'm like, okay, wow. Oh, wow. Cool. Well, how do I become that 1%, right? Not, oh, you know, well, I guess only 1%. Uh, it only happens to 1% of people, so I guess it's not for me. Right. And guys, I, if you were to challenge yourself and to switch the way that you ask questions, right, you start to open up, you'd start to have your reticular activating system. Look at the possibilities and capabilities that you have in your life without doing that. You are full of potential. Right. And potential is like in the sports world. It's one of the worst things a coach can say to you. Right. Because it means that you have the capability, but it's unrealized. Like you haven't done shit about it. Right. And nobody really wants to end their life with so much potential and never having achieved that potential. But guys, I, what I what I want you to do is I want you to reverse engineer your biggest goals, your the dreams that you've had, but you've never acted on. And I want you to ask yourself, why haven't you acted on those things? And more times than not, guys, there's a fear of ridicule, um, shame, people criticizing you, whatever. Right. It, that's the root of it. As much as people want to say, oh, I don't care about anybody else's opinions. Yeah, you don't care about opinions on Facebook, but you care about your mom, you care about your dad, you care about your, your in-laws, you care about your spouse, you care about your children, how they think of you. Those are the opinions that you really care about, right? Now, if you can get past that and you can really start to say, hmm, what is it that I want? What is it that I desire, right? Because the beliefs that you have right now um, are not your own, right? Um, one of the things that we teach inside the Virtues Collective is that the beliefs that you have are not your own. They were given to you. And at some point you started to believe them. And an easy example of that is that if I were to take and um, if you were born in America, right, and then you were adopted immediately after birth by a monk, right, in Tibet, you're going to have a completely set of moral beliefs and thought processes that you do now versus then you do now. Right. And so that means that what you believe and what you think is possible is completely environmental. Right. It's 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 how it is. And so if we go from there, we understand, OK, cool. If everything was given to me, can I just create what it is that I actually want? Right. And those are the things that I try to challenge people to understand and to grasp, because, guys, at the end of the day, you can have and do anything that you would ever want. But you have to control the, the kind of questions that you ask yourself. Right. If you tell yourself that you're not capable, that you don't believe that it's possible for you, you have immediately shut off one of the most powerful supercomputers super ever known to man, your brain, right? your subconscious thinking process. Right? You haven't even given it a chance. You haven't looked for the pink Volkswagen Beetle right? because you never thought it to be possible. Um, my mentor says that um, you know, a lot of times, and this is loosely translated, <laughs> but a lot of times it's, it's the things that we're that we're unaware of, that we're unaware of, that are keeping us from achieving the things that we really want, right? It's the things that you never considered. Crazy, right? And so what if you were to open up your mind and to just begin to consider everything, right? The example of owning that $10 million home in Malibu becomes very realistic very quickly because you can work, you can reverse engineer it, right? You can look backwards, but the thing is, it's like you have to break through all these limiting beliefs and thought processes that have been holding you back up to this point, and I believe in you. And this is why, you know, I'm sharing something 
um, this profound. Guys, if if you don't listen to any other um, podcast that I have, episode, right? I don't even know what episode number this is. But this is very powerful. This is a very... Um, once you start to open up your mind to the possibility of what if, right? That's where we start to reopen up that imagination that so many of you lost growing up, right? Now, this could be buying that fancy sports car that you want. This can be buying that dream home. This can be making that million dollars a year, making that million dollars a month. This could be, you know, actually living out the dreams that you desire versus this mediocre life that you have right now. We're all capable, right? But you first have to ask better questions. You have to ask yourself, why not me? And if that's something that I want, how do I obtain, right? Not, oh, it's out of my reach because it's like, no, how the hell do I get it? What do I have to do? Okay, cool. So like, okay, that's how much it is. Okay, how do I make that much money? Okay, how long would it take me to make that make that much money? Okay, is there a way to speed up my ability to make that much money? Right? <coughs> you see, guys, that's what it's a hundred percent about: your ability to ask better questions. If you're able to do that, I promise, any and everything that you would ever want in this world is possible. But you have to first believe it in order for it to happen, man. So um, I appreciate you guys for taking the time to tune in. I hope everybody has a dope-ass week. Um, if this inspired you or helped you in some way, I ask that you share it um, because that's how we get the word out about the show, man. But outside of that, I hope everybody has an awesome week. And we'll talk to you next week. Thanks for listening to Becoming the Vision with GB the Trainer. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. For a personal consultation, visit zerxstrategycall.com. You can also follow GB on Facebook and Instagram at GB the Trainer. Until next time.